When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. back for another short shifts episode 10 minutes on the clock jeffrey lavecchio has no idea what this topic is going to be i think you're going to like this one vex i think the listeners are going to like it too you ready to go hey. are you sure you ready for the heat hit me with it baby i want to talk about your favorite small area games in practice let's oh, talk yeah. about jeff lavecchio's favorite small area games in practice something that kids can go to their coaches and say hey you know what? I heard of this really cool game. Let's play it. Or coaches oh, that yeah. are driving. Oh, man, I'm going to implement this in my practice plan today. Oh, Let's go. Yeah. Ten minutes Love on the it. clock. Let's talk some SAGs, small okay. area games. One of my favorite ones, probably my favorite one, is when coaches line up a net. Okay, you're in the offensive zone, right? You're on a face-off circle. They put one goal on one side of the face-off circle, and then one goal directly across through the dot on the other side of the face. So top of the circle, bottom of the circle, there's nets. All the players are in the slot, and they chip in a puck, and it's usually two-on-two or one-on-one. There's no hiding in this, and the entire team is watching. I absolutely love it, strictly because I want to see who's going to battle. And then also who's like able to like battle under pressure, make a move under pressure, you know, uh, usually when I would do this and whether it was pro or college or juniors or whatever, um, you know, if the puck goes out, the guys chip in a new one. Um, so that probably is my favorite one. Um, you know, they're only like 15, 20 second battles, you know, and it's just like, you, you just, you might get a whole bunch of pucks in there. So you got to also like react to new pucks and things like that. That would be my first one. I love anything battling down before low, you go low, to your second line. one. Before you go to your second one, can I say one that's very similar to that? Yeah. Okay. So imagine this. The nets are literally in the exact same spot. So bottom okay. of the circle, top of the circle. Okay. It's a one-on-one inside the circle. And then there's two players for each team that are outside the circle, almost on like the back door of the goalies. Gotcha. So we call this one bubble hockey. So a coach chips one in, it's a one-on-one, but as soon as like the one person gets it, it's almost a three-on-one because now he can use the two players that are right, basically standing right next to the goalie on the back door. And so it's kind of like bubble hockey, right? So now you're any, Do all three of those still? guys, they have, yeah, they have to stay still and they cannot enter the circle. They cannot enter the circle, right? Can or they, they cannot go past. Yes, they can shoot and they cannot go past the hash marks either. So they have to stay on their side. Love it. And so it's a lot of offense. It's a lot of goals. It's a great kind of goal scoring game. Um, great puck touch game. So there's a little battle for one-on-one. Whoever gets that puck, boom, they're going to potentially either shoot it or pass it to one of those guys that are on the back doors. We did this drill all the time when I was coaching in Windy City. Like we loved it. The kids love it too. Yeah, that's super fun, dude. I love that. And I've done that where it's maybe like uh, uh, half ice 
you know, three on three and you have, we called it Gretter and you'd have one guy behind the net that you could pass to. And like the guys couldn't forecheck him. He had to stay behind the net. He could move, but he wasn't allowed to shoot. So like anything like that, where it's forcing you as the defensive player to have your head on a swivel. I love that because it's massively important at the higher levels to like be able to find my guy, find the puck. Where do I need to be? Where does my stick need to be? Not lose your guy, that type of thing. So I love those drills where you have anybody behind the net while you're while you're doing your small small area games. I love that one. Uh, For sure. So there's there's like three drills right there, kind of four actually, because you got the half ice with Gretter, half ice with two guys. Uh, <laughs> can you, you got... can you elaborate on what Gretter is oh, for sorry, some of the younger kids? <laughs> Gretter, being Gretter is what we always said. You're you're like Gretzky. You can only be behind the net <laughs> in a drill. Hey, throw a Gretter in this one. So it's just a guy behind the net who has to stay behind the net. He isn't allowed to shoot, but he's allowed to kind of slide across, you know, behind the net like bubble hockey, honestly, um, and and just move in that plane only. And the goal is again here, guys, the goal. And I don't like the saying play fast, but the goal is not to hold on to the puck. Like forever. You don't just hold on to it as Gretter or as those two guys in the drill that Toph explained around the the circle. You don't hold on the puck forever. Wait, 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 wait. No, like let's obviously make a good play, but like let's make it as quick as we can. Let's be moving, you know, head on a swivel, everybody. That's why you do these drills. You don't let the players hold on to it forever. Another one that I really liked, but this is more like a power play game, is blue line down. I'm sure everybody's done this. Blue line in. You got everybody across the blue line. You put cones right down the middle of the zone. So from like there were cones, there were cones. You hit two. What? It was, could have been wedding guests. <laughs> there were cones. All right. Um, wedding singer. So it's Thank literally you. right down the middle of the ice. You put cones, and on one, and there's a net on the goal line on each side of the ice. So pretty much at the bottom of the circle, but on the goal line. Um, there's a net on each side. There's three or four players on the right that are on offense. There's three or four players from a different team on the left that are on offense and then vice versa, defense, defense. So if it's black and white teams, you got black offense, four players, three white defense on one side, on the other side, that's flip-flopped three, whatever, black, four white. Um, if the puck goes across the other team, the other side plays, you can't go across the midline. Um, and it just shrinks the ice. D or closer. You got to make plays fast. You got to move. You got to talk. You got to control the puck. You can't miss the net or else the other side goes on offense. That was also one of my favorite ones too. Yeah, that's a good one. I always did it four on two, not four on three. I always did it four on two. And I think it's really important. Like some of the almost rules you put in the game. Like for Mm -hmm. me, the defenders have to go hard. They have to be aggressive. They can't just stand there. Yeah. Right. And, and the players with the puck, like I typically in those types of games, I give some kind of a rule where they can only hold on to it for uh, like two seconds Love or it. they can't stick handle. Right. So they have to get it, move it, get it, move it, get it, move it. And so, yeah, that's that's one that that I, I like as well. One of I wanna, them. I want to hear yours, but I want to say this real quick, guys, with any game, with any small area game reverse engineer what you want to work on. Like, yeah. If your team is not good at blank create a game that works on blank and then make sure that you have rules facilitating that they have to do the drill a certain way that's working on the skill that your team needs to be better at. Right. And then, and then really adhere to those rules. Don't, can you give an example? Can you give an example? Like you just said, Tove said, you know, okay, maybe your, maybe your team defensively likes to sit back and isn't attacking D men 
whether it's forward or D in that power play drill, you have to relentlessly attack the puck. You have to, one guy is relentlessly attacking. Or it's a penalty shot, right? Or or it's a penalty shot, right? And and the team that loses has to do a full speed down and back. So like put something on the line. So they want to work even harder um, or a positive benefit, you know, what a losing team has to buy the winning team power rate. Like it doesn't matter what it is, put something on the line and then really, really focus on the rules that you create so that you're really trying to drive the adaptation in their play that you're looking for. This is massively important. Yeah. So another example would be like, if you're doing a two on two game and you want to work on puck protection, you can't pass the puck until you've held onto it for two seconds. So you have to get it, get your ass out, protect it. Or if you want to work on passing, uh, you want to work on puck support. Now you have to pass the puck within two seconds or else I'm going to blow the whistle and it's a turnover to the other team. Like there's just two passes before a shot can happen. Yeah. Any, any rule that you need to make to facilitate the adaptation that you're looking for, come up with those rules. Yeah. Maybe it's a drill where, um, you know, your team is not getting to the inside. Your team's not getting net front traffic. Well, you don't count the goals unless there's a screen in in front of the goalie. Like there's so many different things that you can do to, 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 like you said, to facilitate the thing that you're trying to work on. Um, we only got a minute and a half here, so I, I do want to put one drill in, and this is one that I think I've done at the youth level, at all the youth levels, and it's like one of the favorites of the kids and one of mine. And I think there's, uh, even though it's not a hockey drill, it's it there's a lot of hockey stuff that comes out of it, and that's handball, three-on-three handball. So you have the nets on both sides of the, of the boards, right? So it's a cross-ice game, and it's three-on-three, and you throw a soccer ball in there. And it's basically handball where guys pick it up and the rules in this game, the rules in this game is if you get tagged, then it's a turnover. So if you're holding the ball and the defensive team tags you, you have to turn the ball over to the other team, which forces you to have to move it very fast. And when you have to move the ball very fast, who does it put the onus on? It puts the onus on the players without the ball because now they have to move to get to a support for that player. And so again, it's like hockey, but it's with your hands and with a soccer ball (laughs) instead of a puck and a stick. And we have so much fun with it. Like we have so much fun with it. Like boys get really into it. There's no goalies in there because it's a soccer ball on a hockey net and the goalies love getting into the game. And and now, now they're in it as well. But like, uh, it's a phenomenal game that I think teaches like in a different way, just how to support the puck and how to move it quick, which is kind of hockey sense, right? And so we got less than 10 seconds left. Hopefully you guys really like this one. Small area games are great in practice. If you want to work on anything, ready, go. Share the show.